And is he here right now? Yeah, I think he is here. Yep, hold on. There you are. Just figuring it out. Boozhoo, welcome to Native Lights Bidapi. I'm your host, Leah Lem. And I'm your other host, Cole Primo. Yeah, this is a podcast where we connect with the Native community here in Minnesota in these social distancing, physical distancing times. That's right. And today we are talking with RJ Dahl from Deer River, who works at the White Oak Casino. And we're going to see kind of what happened when the casino closed down, because they're all closed down in Minnesota. Yeah. Hi, RJ. Hello. Please introduce yourself. Well, my name's Ryan Dahl, but I'm known as RJ pretty much everywhere. Um, I have a family of four, five if you include my wife. Mm-hmm. Two of them are my nephews, and then I have two daughters. And that's my family that I raise, and that's what I do. Great. Yeah, I'm 33 years old. I'm going to be 34 this year, so it's another hump for me in this life. <laughs> I hear you. I'm 32, so I'm getting there. Well, I'm 37, so I've been. (laughs) (laughs) And how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Got my schoolwork done for the kids. Had my cup of coffee and got an hour or two of gaming in while I wait for this interview. Nice. So can you tell us a bit about your workplace and the position you have? Well, I work at the White Oak Casino in Deer River, uh, Minnesota here in I'm a drop team supervisor, which entails that I have six other guys underneath me that we count the money at the casino. We pull all the boxes out of the machines. We open them, count the money, and we tally up whatever we made for the day and give them to accounting. We get an eight-hour job done in about six hours. Nice. Can you tell us a bit about how you found out that it was closing its doors? So Thursday, March 26th, was the last day I'd worked. A um, couple days before that, we had heard rumors about shutdowns and all that stuff. And all businesses around the area were shutting down. And so when Thursday came, we finished the job. My boss let us know we're going to officially shut down. And they said we were going to start back on the 1st. But when the governor did his announcement, that's when we got the message about our unemployment. And we're going to have to be laid off. Um, and so they sent us, my boss had me get my employees emails so that we could send out the info for them to take mm. care of themselves. Gotcha. Um, I'm just curious about like your worries right now. Um, you know what you're thinking about. Uh, financially, my wife still has to work. Um, she's an essential worker for our reservation. Mm. We just found out about her hazard pay for the essential workers that are still working. And then um, we also found out about the two point some trillion sure. things signed by Congress. and that's not including what we get for uh, unemployment. So I'm still waiting on that. Mm. I've had a friend who has already done his and he's getting his now. Mm. So financially, I think this was our last week of getting paid by Leech Lake. Gotcha. So how have you been adjusting to you know life after that happened? And I'm at home a lot more than I normally used to. Not by a lot. You know, Minnesota winters, you're used to isolation. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But not like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're allowed to at least go to Walmart with the family or the grocery store. So it's been hard. The kids are a little cooped up. Me and the wife do go on essential runs to the store or to pick up schoolwork for the kids in town. Sure. But 
I took the kids one time to the park and I had to make sure nobody was at the park and then hand sanitize after the park. But for the most part, it's been trying some days, but it's nice to know my kids a lot better than I used to. (laughs) I I heard that you um, use video gaming to connect with your friends. Yeah. um, Like I said, I'm 33. I mean, the last time I played video games this much was 10 years ago, maybe. (laughs) So to keep up with my friends, uh, we have group chats where we're just sitting there talking. And yeah, it's something that keeps me involved with them and allows us to still maintain our friendship, even though we're not working together. Because a lot of my friends are my work friends. So I'm a gamer, too. So I was curious what kind of games you, you play. Well, right now I've been playing the Call of Duty uh, Warzone. Oh, yep. I've been playing that a lot. Uh, <laughs> before that, it was Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Fallout 4 and uh, Fallout 76 Online. So Some online RPGs along with the Battle Royale first-person yeah. shooters. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's fun. I game out with a lot of my buddies on Warzone, too. We, we play those Battle Royale games. Those are really good. Oh, yeah. So what is that like? How is that to like connect with your friends during this? We joke about the next time we can uh, give each other a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, we joke around like that all the time, and I mean the face-to-face conversations with my friends, have, you never realize how much you enjoy those until you don't have them. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love my family, and I love having conversations with them, but sometimes they don't get my humor that. So it, that's another thing is I get to joke over the group chat or the, what you want to call it, the party chats. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I just play Pokemon Go, so I don't know. <laughs> so, I like that game. I don't know. You and Marvin play, yeah? Yeah, my son and I play. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yep. What have been some things that you've been grateful for? You know? I mean, I'm thankful that we are able to eat every night and we can turn the heat on when we need to. I can't imagine the struggles some people have when they, you know, they're not getting benefits like some of our jobs get. Sure. So it makes me grateful that I was holding on to a decent job that is taking care of me. Mm. I mean, when I was younger, my mom had her struggles and I was right there with her. So yeah. I know what it's like to eat commods. <laughs> mm-hmm. Growing up on commods, it was, wasn't so bad. Made me ready for today. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have a a picture in the background of a baseball field. Are you a fan? No, that's uh, Target Field. Yeah, I'm really bummed. I normally try to go to a home opener uh, every year, and baseball's canceled. So, <laughs> so I'm bummed that I don't get to watch my Twins this this time around. And and I'm really hoping the Vikings get to play. But let's not talk. about that yet yeah let's not think about it (laughs) i'm in the same position because yeah i'm a vikings fan too so yeah that's that's the one thing i do miss is watching twins i mean it was something i related with other people too yeah you know don't even play fantasy sports at home that's right so you talked a bit about your family two nephews and two daughters can you tell us a bit about a day in the life of homeschooling the kids our normal day starts about 9, 30, 10 on average, just because some of us stay up later now. But the average day is we wake up, feed, and then I start the two on their schoolwork. 
my oldest, she's 13 and she does her own schoolwork and I don't really have to help her because she gets to do a lot of video chats and messages with her teachers mm -hmm. personally. And then I'm also able to connect with my uh, third and second grade teachers for my uh, nephew and daughter. The work is somewhat easy sometimes, but it is nice to contact teachers still. So once we finish work, they're allowed to go out and jump on a trampoline, ride their bikes at a distance from other people and stay in the yard. And the quarantine thing stinks that I can't let them go play with their friends, but we're just doing our part. Great. And do you talk to them at all about the pandemic? It's everywhere. So they talk to us about mm -hmm. it and we just let them know, hey, we're staying indoors because of this. And like they understood they were the first day I told them we couldn't play with friends. They were a little sad. But ever since then, they've understood and they're making do. And I've had them come to me crying of boredom. But other than that, it's humbling knowing that we can be cooped up together and it's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my kid was crying about being bored just today. I'm like, good. <laughs> That's okay. That's good for you. <laughs> what it was like to be grounded before electronics. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Thank you so much, RJ Miigwech. Yeah, uh, I wish you yep. and your family well. Maybe we can game out sometimes. Oh, yeah. 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 Thank you for everything. Of course. Have fun with those kids. Oh, yeah. You guys too. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Later. That was great hearing from a, a fellow gamer in today's world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's really cool to hear from him. Yeah. Just hearing that perspective from the casino workers, which are, you know, definitely impacted today. Thanks for listening to Native Lights Bidapi. Yeah, miigwech, everybody. Gigawabamin. Gigawabamin. Native Lights Bidapi is produced by Minnesota Native News and Ampers, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. And before you go, if you have someone in mind who would be great to catch up with on Native Lights Bidapi, send us an email at nativelightsampers.org. You can also reach out to us on our Minnesota Native News Facebook page or now on our new Minnesota Native News Instagram page. Miigwech!